invited to the Six and Friends podcast. This is your host, CJ the Six. Today I got a Mr. Chef J Rob on the mic. What's going on, people? And he came to me today to talk about healthy eating and healthy eating habits. So, Chef, what's on your mind, man? What's on your mind? Hey, man, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in America. A lot of people are trying to get right, you know what I'm saying? And the thing is, people work out all the time. They put all the efforts into the gym, and they know they're supposed to eat clean. They'll still go to Zaxby's and get a Zaxby salad, or they'll go. The salad be going hard, though. I've heard. <laughs> and they, they'll go to, you know, fast food restaurant and try to eat the grilled option. At the end of the day, the fast food and the type of preservatives that are in the you know, meats that they serve or the fried foods and stuff like that. It's not good for you. And people just got to eat more clean. You know, they're going to have to start taking the time to actually meal prep in the kitchen or cook a good meal with, you know, fresh ingredients. Stop using canned vegetables. Go, you know, in the fresh produce aisle and pick you out something nice and leafy and then go ham in the kitchen. What about the frozen produce? Does that Frozen produce, yeah, yeah, that's definitely, if it's fresh or frozen, that definitely always, always overrides, you know, canned produce. So you mean to tell me if, I'm just to backtrack a little bit, so you mean to tell me that if I go to any of these fast food re- restaurants and I get a salad, it's still bad for me? Uh, of course, lettuce is going to be lettuce, you know? <laughs> but it's, it's all in the sauce that you put in it. It's also in the type of meat today. If you get a buffalo style, you, you almost defeating the purpose of getting a salad in the first place. You know, you might as well get you a sandwich. So, <laughs> you know, I just feel like people need to be a little bit more conscientious of what they're putting into their bodies. But what if I don't have time to meal prep? Because, you know, me, mm-hmm. I'm a busy guy. You know, I got work, then school, podcast, coach, any other manner of things I do throughout the week. So how would I, how could I meal prep if I don't have time? That's, that's a great question, CJ. So think of it this way. So say if you go out to eat mm-hmm. every time, lunch and dinner. Right, right. And sometimes people even go, you know, got to get the four-count mini from Chick-fil-A. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you spent on average 35 to 40, even more if you go to a restaurant per day just to eat for that day. Multiply mm-hmm. that during a work week, you know, that's 200 easily. As long as you find a good quality chef that's going to – um, or someone who does meal prep a cook, whoever, and you can get a good price point and always pay less than 200 easily. You can get the same quality meals that you would want to cook yourself if you find that right person to meal prep those items for you, and you'll save money. Mm. Because, for instance, for my meal prep, you know, um, a good quality one, the basics, all the meats that you can think of is $145. For that's the week? For the, yeah, for the week. And that's still $55 less than what you would spend if you ate out every time. And my food tastes better than, you know, a restaurant. So <laughs> a little humble over there, ain't you? <laughs> I just want to, you know, put myself out there, you know what I'm saying, let the people know what's up. If you guys don't know, Chef J-Rob has been chefing. Actually, how long have you been chefing? Because I've known since yeah. college. Yeah, since college, you know, started out trapping in the dorms. But it really picked up when I moved out to Atlanta to actually, you know, go ahead and pursue my master's. And I started to make a business out of it. All right. So let me ask you this. What is something that people think is healthy, but isn't really? What do people think is healthy, but really is not healthy? Pasta. Pasta isn't healthy? Pasta is a good source of protein. If you're trying to bulk for those that are that are trying to lose weight, pasta has a lot of carbs in it because of the noodles that you use. And the sauce that you also use as well it can be a little, a lot, a really fattening if you make it a certain way. Here's an alternative for your okay. pasta. Instead of using uh, your regular noodles that you buy, 
try using a vegetable noodle, such as a zucchini noodle or butternut squash noodle, those type of water-based vegetables you can use as your noodle base, and it's going to be a lot more healthier. They'll definitely spread longer as far as your dish, and then you can still make, you know, your homemade sauces and just cut back on the salt, you know, content that you put in there, put a little bit more herbs in there. Definitely will lift up the actual sauce itself, and then put whatever meat you want, and you're good to go. So that's making me hungry, bro. Man, talking about food and stuff. Yeah, we do have to eat lunch, you know. <laughs> True. I saw something today on your Instagram, and mm-hmm. you went to, it looked like you went to, like, an elementary school, and you're showing kids how to make, like, a fruit pizza or something like that. Yeah. Tell me about that. What the, what's that about? With me getting my master's in public health, you know, we do different implementations. And my biggest implementations that I've been doing in the community since I've been here in Atlanta is doing um, cooking demonstrations for kids in high school and middle school. And this time it was elementary school. And, you know, kids these days just want fast food. Let me get the Happy Meal. Mm-hmm. Mommy want the chips. Run me them Pop-Tarts, Dad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's all fine and dandy because I eat all the same except for, you know, them Happy Meals because I'm not childish. But uh, <laughs> I just wanted them to understand that they can take something that they're used to, which is pizza, mm-hmm. give it a f- healthy, fresh twist, fresh chopped fruit. We did a vanilla yogurt as the sauce, and I chopped up some fruit, showed them how to you know, properly chop, got to wash your fruit, and they, I just let their creative minds go at it, and they had a ball. I can tell like from their eyes when they took the first bite, like, wow, this really tastes good, maybe eating fruit and you know healthy stuff i kept pitching it to them like this is a healthy alternative for a snack like they're going to start to want healthy snacks and they're just in kindergarten right right so if they keep this mindset starting in kindergarten and they carry it throughout their life it's going to be definitely prolonged just based off of their um, dietary intake do you think and it's something i've noticed pay attention to for a while do you think like the american I want to say food food system or just like the way we eat isn't conducive for healthy eating habits because it seems like a lot of places it's really expensive to get the healthy food and fast food is mm-hmm. right there two dollars. You know what I'm saying, but that's so true, and it's it's I, I I agree. I would say that is the case, and you would think that someone would open up the healthy fast food chain. You know what I'm saying to go yeah, across Chipotle. America. Chipotle is a little, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say that's not healthy because I eat all the time, (laughs) but it's definitely a quick in and out, get you a nice bowl, fresh ingredients, good quality meat, you know what I'm saying, none of the foo-foo stuff, but sometimes people still want that drive-through convenience, you know, but at the end of the day, it is a little bit more um, expensive to get the right stuff to put in your body, which makes no sense because if you spend money putting the right stuff in your body, you won't have to spend money going to someone such as a doctor, uh, an emergency room, trying to figure out why you're sick on certain things. Because at the end of the day, all the chemicals that you're intaking, they're going to, they're not just going to mm-hmm. sit in your system and flush out. You know what I'm saying? Like they're going to be around in your bloodstream, affects the way you operate. That's why a lot of people, anytime you hear someone say, yeah, you know, I went vegan for two weeks and I was just so energized. I've, I just I could just do everything. That's because those leafy vegetables and all the things that they're intaking are flushing out their bloodstream mm-hmm. of the harmful chemicals. Yeah, think of it this way: spinach, you know, celery, 
kale, even turnip greens, all these green leafy vegetables act like a little cleaning leaf, uh, not leaf, a uh, cleaning <laughs> feather thing that you dust off, right? Mm -hmm. So you got to imagine that tool that you dust your furniture off. If you were to intake that, which is all the green leafy vegetables, when it goes down to your digestive system, it's flushing and cleaning out everything because those leaves grab onto all the particles as it goes through your system. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. That's what's up. I'm not a big diet person just because, mm -hmm. like, well, most of the diets that I hear about, I feel like are fad diets. Mm -hmm. People just doing it because it sounds cool. Though, I will admit, I did try keto for, like, three weeks. Mm -hmm. And I did lose a lot of water weight, but then um, I started doing a little bit of research into it and starting to realize like completely eliminate one completely eliminate carbs from your diet is almost impossible mm -hmm. and doing that is actually can be more harmful than good i agree in the long term yeah keto is definitely the biggest hype meal prep option that people are doing or a diet plan that people are trying to get on they just hear all these amazing results well it's amazing results because you're cutting out carbs, which is the main thing that puts on that body fat that you said mm. that you lost a lot of. The bad thing is that people don't understand. They just hear keto. It sounds cool, but it stands for ketogenesis. And if people called it the ketogenesis diet, <laughs> <laughs> nobody would do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm doing the keto, the keto, the keto. All right. Well, you know, cutting like you said, cutting out carbs is almost impossible because it's in so many things. So that's why people just eat, you know, chicken, green beans, broccoli, and that's it. Mm -hmm. That's not that's not good. Like the um, the dietary plate that you learn back in middle school that they showed you a picture of. You gotta have, and even your parents, you have to have good quality amounts of each vegetables and nutrients to intake into your body to function properly. Mm -hmm. And when people don't do that and they kick themselves into ketogenesis, they do a lot of carb cycling, and that's not really the best health option to do for yourself. Yes, you will lose weight, but at the end of the day, you got to do what's best for your body to function on a long term. You can't do ketogenesis for the rest of your life. You'll be sick. Oh, yeah, most definitely. What mainly made me stop is around like the third week. Like the first two weeks, I was good because I guess it was just more like a, just a purge of – because I stopped – I stopped candy, stopped chips, mm -hmm. stopped a lot of just like random bread and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so it was just kind of like purging out my system and I felt fine. But then the third week I was just like lethargic, you know what I'm saying? And then I just looked back and I was like, I'm not getting enough energy. Because one, bread helps you feel full. Mm -hmm. Carbs help you feel full. And then you take all that out. I was eating like seven, eight times a day straight protein and nuts and stuff. Yeah. But I still like be tired. Like, I'm yep. like ugh, this, yeah. this sucks. Be warned of that, people who do keto. So I know, I know another thing that's 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 crazy, which I mentioned from the keto diet, mm. is uh, cutting out carbs from sugar and candies and stuff. Mm. And me personally, I have a giant sweet tooth. I'm trying to curb it, but it's hard, man. It's hard. You know what I'm saying? Do you, what would you say for somebody that just loves like their candy, their sweets? I mean, I would just say go ahead and eat eat the candy. At the really? end of the day, just eat it. There's nothing wrong with eating sugary things. You just got to work it off. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And if you don't work it off, of course, it's going to build up, build up. But at least do cardio for every – you can make a rule for yourself if you want to become a little bit more disciplined. For every piece of candy that you do or that you eat, you know, knock out 50 
sit-ups. Mm-hmm. If you eat a whole bag of something that is real sugary or whatever the case may be, run a mile on the treadmill. Mm. It's the balance. That's what it's all about. You got to find that balance. So I'm not going to sit here and say deprive yourself of your favorite candy. You shouldn't go through life without things that you want. But it's all about the balance. You got to find that right balance. You can't right. keep over-consuming too many sweets. If you want some cheesecake, go get your freaking cheesecake. <laughs> Run that mile afterwards when you finish it. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I, I just feel like people should set these goals for themselves. They want to live a fit, nutritious life. And they really are, you know, adamant about seeing results. And they, you know, want to be disciplined. They just need to set goals, make a little chart, write it down on a piece of paper, write it down on a whiteboard, and, you know, map these things out. You know, every, for every piece of candy I eat, I have to do, say, a pack of M&Ms. That's what mm-hmm. I mean by a piece of candy. Yeah. Not yeah. like a... Like a literal thing piece. I ate a Jolly Rancher. <laughs> Let me go and knock out, like, no. <laughs> yeah, when you eat candy, you know, go ahead and knock out 50 sit-ups. Typically, 50 sit-ups can almost match the calories that are needed to burn from that one pack of, um, you know, M&M, Skittles, Snicker bar that you consume. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like I said, cheesecake, your more heavier sweets, cakes, where the case may be, for that slice or two that you eat, go ahead, you know, for every slice, go ahead and run that mile. And that burns it off. You get to eat what you want and mm-hmm. you burn it off. So basically they cancel each other out, which is that balance. Okay. So as someone who does cook their own meals all the time mm-hmm. and who does consistently work out, do are you one of the people, one of the type of people who watches like watches their um, calories? Like I gotta watch every the calories, everything I eat, and watch the calories of everything I burn to make sure like you know they're equal or less than type thing. Great question, CJ. You know I'm not gonna even lie to you. I probably am the one chef who doesn't watch the type of calories I consume or burn. I work out to work out mm. until I can see the results that I want. And I eat to get full. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to sit here and eat five, six mini meals a day. Like, when it's time for lunch, it's time for lunch. When it's time (laughs) for dinner, I'm going to cook myself a freaking dinner. You know what I'm saying? And primarily, I had that mindset because I was trying to gain weight. You know, I've always been super skinny all my life. I was trying to pack on some pounds, and that's what I've done now. Mm. But now that, um, you know, reached my goal weight and I'm trying to cut up, I am kind of lessening up a little bit on the carbs that I intake and the fats and stuff like that, but I'm still eating, you know what I'm saying? All right. Here's the thing. If you want to fill yourself up and you don't want to include so much rice in your meals and all this pasta, use water-based vegetables. For instance, when people eat watermelon, watermelon is virtually nothing. It can literally melt in your mouth as a fruit. Mm-hmm. But it's so highly enriched with water that you get full you feel full after you eat a couple slices that water that's in that fruit is what gives you that full feeling it's not the fruit itself so when you do the same thing with the cucumber or your squash family such as your zucchini or your yellow squash or even cabbage when you eat those type of vegetables in your meals and you include more of those than you know, the rice, the potatoes, whatever the case may be, you will get that same feeling, and it's not so heavy eating. I got you. Might not get the itis after that. Exactly. You get that full, you might still catch the itis, but it won't be (laughs) as bad, you know. So people can still get full and not 
deprive themselves of what they're eating. You get what I'm saying? I've heard people say, you know, especially recently that you should eat your water, you know, type thing. So basically saying eat more fruits and vegetables. To, yeah, people you know, got to drink, drink your water, folks. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead and drink your, you know, cup in the morning, cup at night. What What is the saying go? The cup, how many cups a day? Uh, it's eight cups. Eight cups. Yeah. But I've heard that it's supposed to be half your body weight in like ounces Some, yeah, or something ounces, like that yeah, yeah something yeah. like that i heard that too so my rule of thumb for drinking water has been there's the the color of your pee is supposed to be like a, a light yellow True. it's actually not supposed to be clear because then you're flushing out like good stuff uh and another thing is you know you're very hydrated if you walk outside and it's like it's not like hot but it's like the temperature's kind of hot and mm-hmm. you start sweating like, cause your body has that extra water to get rid of to cool you off. Mm, but that's it, true. But if you're like working out heavy and you barely breaking a sweat, you need more water. Yeah, I actually had to get onto my kids about that Thursday, cause like they were working out and like any of them were barely breaking a sweat, and I was like, it's kind of hot out here. Did y'all drink water today? They were like, no. And I was like, drink my water. Got know, got to know how to uh, how your body operates, man. Room temp water is better than cold water. True. I usually drink all room temp. Water, like if we get a case of bottled water, just leave it sitting out. That's what I do. Then I have you can, you can consume more that way too. <laughs> do you ever, anytime you drink a bottle of water room temp, do you automatically have the urge just to finish it off real? Bro, I only do that when I'm thirsty. Bro, I, every time I have a bottle of water, I kid you not, on that first sip, the whole bottle is gone. Every time. I can always tell when I'm like somewhat dehydrated mm-hmm. because if I get a bottle of water at room temp, I take that first sip. My body would not let me put it down. No matter how hard I try. Like, it's not even like me just trying. It's just like I take that first step and it's like, all right, this is gone. Yeah. <laughs> well, you hear the bottle crackle. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and it's like, let me go ahead and get another one for safe measure. Right. But yeah, I love I love my, my room to water. And I, when I first pick up a bottle, I'll probably drink like a third or a half of it as soon as I pick mm-hmm. it up and then sip on the rest of it. But you like spring water? Mm-hmm. Like, what 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 brand would be a spring water? Uh, the most recent brand I can think of is Zephyr Hills. Never had it. I'll tell you this. Water's <laughs> water, except for Deer Park. That junk is nasty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what park these deers be at, but <laughs> Deer Park water is awful to me. Zephyr Hills is not good to me. Fiji is the flex water. You said who? Fiji. Oh, Fiji. Smart water does not make you smarter. <laughs> it's supposed to be like Dasani is a good little flex too, but Fiji's the ultimate flex water. I thought that was another brand that's like five dollars a bottle. Voss. Never heard of it, but it sounds like a comes in a glass <laughs> with a gray plastic top. <laughs> oh, here, here's some Voss for you, sir. That's what. <laughs> oh, five star hotels. Yep. For the people who. Say they don't have time to meal prep. What's a quick meal that you would make? Maybe either to meal prep or just for the day. I don't know if you if you just because I'm assuming all your recipes scale pretty easily. I think a good meal prep that anybody can do. Everybody loves chicken. The quickest way to make yourself a meal prep for the whole week and not have to think twice about it is get you some chicken breasts. Or some chicken thighs. Chicken thighs will have more more protein um, in it, but they're smaller in the actual amount of meat because the bone is also included in the weight that's on the package. So you got to take that into account. 
So get you some chicken, chicken thighs or chicken breasts. You can also grab you some fresh asparagus or you can get some green beans or broccoli. Any three of those will cook in less than five minutes. Or spinach. Spinach will cook in 30 seconds. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain all that in a second. So now you have your chicken, mm-hmm. choice of breasts or thighs, and you have your choice of green vegetable, either spinach, broccoli, asparagus. Right, right, right. Right. Next, just get you a sweet potato. Get you a couple of sweet potatoes. And I'm going to tell you two ways that you can do these. These are literally quick, under 30-minute preparation time meal preps. Mm-hmm. This is what you do. So you're in the kitchen. You had your choice of the things I just listed. Wash your chicken. Season it up how you season it. All you need really for the chicken is salt, pepper, some thyme. And um, I use slap your mama. Or you can use Weber's Kickin' Chicken. Those always have a good flavor. But not too much, though, because you're going to use boulon paste. For those who don't know what boulon is, it's like a yellow chicken stock paste. And you just rub that on all your um, pieces of chicken. And you put them in your clear Pyrex or your pan that you may have and toss it in the oven. That's it. You don't have to go back and forth flipping the chicken and cooking the chicken. Season it. Put that paste on it, throw it in the oven, or you can even use, if if you still don't know, if you can't find that in the store, use a cream of chicken soup. Mm. Use a cream of chicken soup. It can be Campbell's. It can be store brand. doesn't matter. Again, season your chicken. Put the cream of soup in there or put the paste, the boulon paste on the chicken. Toss in the oven at uh, 385 for approximately, I'll say one hour, and it'll cook fully through. Uh, put it on the top rack. Or no, excuse me, put it on the bottom rack, not the top rack of your oven. Put it on the bottom rack, and it'll cook fully through. You don't even have to worry about it. Next, let's go ahead and get the potatoes. You got some sweet potatoes, or uh, if you want to bake some baked potatoes, there's two ways you can do this. You can cut up the sweet potato into small little cubes, which is called dicing the sweet potato. Mm-hmm. Put some water in a skillet and toss them. Just toss them in the skillet and let them simmer until the water, you know, evaporates and absorbs in the sweet potatoes, they become soft, and just sprinkle some cinnamon, some uh, vanilla extract, and some pepper, and that's it. Boom, finish. Okay. That takes every bit of 20 minutes at the most. Or, if you want to be lazy, wash your uh, sweet potato, wrap it up in some foil, toss it in the oven, and in that same hour that your chicken is cooking, sweet potato cooks too. Don't do nothing to it. Okay. Two things knocked out. Next, we have our green vegetable. You can either steam those, you can steam the broccoli, or you can uh, boil it. Asparagus, cook that, you know, every bit of six minutes. All you got to do is um, put it in the pan um, with no grease, no butter, no nothing. Basically, roast the outside of it. And once you do that, then you put a little bit of oil, or you can put a little bit of water in there to soften it up. Season it, you know, accordingly, salt, pepper, and minced garlic, and boom, knocked it out. Your spinach, once you wash your spinach, toss it in the skillet on high heat. You can chop you up some tomatoes, mushrooms in there, peppers, if you want to be a little bit more, you know, fancy organic. And then literally toss you in a little teaspoon of oil. It's going to start cooking rapidly. Toss the spinach leaves in the skillet. And you're finished. So literally, you spent every bit of 20 minutes in the kitchen to prepare a week's worth of food. 
and you can go do laundry, you can clean the house, you can read a book, you can play video games, you can go online shopping while the chicken and the sweet potatoes cooking for an hour, and all you got to do next is plate it, and you're finished. So if you can just take 25 minutes out of your day, you can make a meal for the full week. That sounds lit. I'm gonna have to go try that this weekend. Some cream of chicken soup. Okay. Cream of chicken, yeah, that's 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 the key. <laughs> that's the key. <laughs> Major key. Will not be dry. You don't have to worry about any of that. It's gonna be delectable. I'm actually a fan of. So I use a little bit of olive oil, and I cook my chicken at like 435. 435. 435. For how long? Uh, like 15 minutes. It cooks all the way through, but then it's still it's still juicy. It's like really really juicy. Hmm. Never heard that one. Yeah, I I ran across it one day randomly on the internet because I I was looking up a recipe and it said like three fifty, so I did three fifty and the chicken was like dry and shit. Mm-hmm. And I think I googled why is the chicken dry, mm-hmm. <laughs> and basically it was like cooking it at three because like that recipe was probably written by white people. Just said like a little bit of oil at the bottom mm-hmm. of the pan, so all the juice it just drains out. But if you do that same amount of oil but a higher heat, it'll cook through the chicken faster. And then it doesn't have enough time to dry it out. Now, granted, if you leave it in there more than like the 15, 20 minutes, right. it'll be dry and burnt and mm-hmm. hard and everything else. Interesting. Yeah, man. Give it a try. Playing show J-Rob on game, you know what I'm saying? Two for two <laughs> out here. <laughs> Remember, I'm talking, I taught him all. I taught him everything he know. <laughs> uh, put him on them lumberjack sausages. When you go shopping for your, your ingredients, right? As you said earlier, you know, stay away from canned vegetables. So th- that just tells you that, you know, not all food is, is built the same. First question is, are there any grocery stores that you just refuse to shop at because their food is just not? Wally World. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Everybody logs off a podcast. I'm sick of this chef, <laughs> Jera. <laughs> you don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, I refuse to get produce from Walmart. Man, I tell you, the last time I got ground turkey from Walmart, I almost threw up, literally, because the produce is just awful. Man. It's awful. It, now, granted, there are some good Walmarts, but the ones that I know, and last time I've been to Walmart was when I was in Mobile, but there's some Walmarts there. It's just, I I wouldn't want to shop there. Oh, just at all for anything. Period. Nothing. <laughs> I I don't want to do business with Walmart. <laughs> Yikes on bikes. Okay. Do you have a what's your favorite place? Favorite place shop? Kroger. I Kroger? should have my sponsorship by now, Kroger. <laughs> I don't know what you, I don't know how much more y'all want me to spend a week. <laughs> but I need my sponsorship right now. <laughs> <laughs> CJ, I kid you not. In one month, I'll easily spend $800. A month? Yes. In groceries. All for people who have to cook for, if I have a big booking, it's like every trip is at least 150 to $300 at a time. You, whew. but then you just run up in Kroger like, all right. <laughs> Go at least once a day. You seen uh, Cat Williams stand up everyday hustle? Or no, not everyday hustle. But it's it's one of Cat Williams stand up mm-hmm. where he's playing uh, Rick Ross everyday on hustling. It's like just making me in the grocery store, just like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't seen that one. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like I got to put a clip on it now so people understand what I'm talking <laughs> about. The the second question, when you, when you go on Kroger, are there certain produce or 
just just certain things you shy away from like you said like with canned vegetables you just don't even try and go down there yeah guys so in kroger or there's a lot of i think every grocery store has a clearance aisle, a clearance rack mm-hmm. like bread that's 25 cents and you don't have to yeah. pay a dollar or even meats yeah. they have meats that have been marked down you know what i'm saying and instead of paying seven dollars you can get it for two dollars those are not bad but i'll tell you one thing the bread i usually typically find mold on it and i have to inform the baker like y'all are selling bread that has mold on it i get that you know the sale date is today but it has mold on it you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying or the meat you gotta look at the meat if it looks bruised if it's discolored just don't buy it just get it at the regular price because those things will nine times out of ten make you sick nobody wants food poisoning exactly for somebody who's had it personally it is not fun don't put yourself in a position and it's not much that you can do if people are thinking about a quick lawsuit because as long as you purchased it by the sale by date and that's at your it's at the consumer's risk yikes mm-hmm. so they because i guess the the it's, it's legally within the the um timeline that you yeah. have to sell it so even if it has mold on it, it has that sell-by date, you know, you're supposed to inspect your food, inspect the things you buy. So. Oh, okay. Because I, I don't say, like, it's one of those legal things where you say, like, oh, the way you prepared it is what caused you to. Exactly. There's yeah. no, yeah. That's crazy. They have finesse. Chef J-Rob. Talk to um, me, CJ. What you want to tell the people about you other than the fact that you're a chef? Because I, I don't know if they knew you was a chef, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not just a chef. Oh, you're not just a Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. I do travel phlebotomy, for those that don't know what that is. Uh, anytime you go to the doctor's office and you have to get stuck, blood drawn, it's either a nurse or your boy, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm a good sticker, though. People never really complain. I usually get recommended, uh, or people recommend me when they go to the doctors and stuff like that. I also do taxes in the tax season. I've been rocking and rolling with that. Shout mm-hmm. out to Tax Wiz. And I'm in grad school as well, finishing up in May. Ooh, ooh. Hey, turn up. I'll be back for the for when you walk. You coming? Yeah. Heck I tell yeah, you. we can be lit. Yeah. Clubhouse, me, me and my, my parents went ahead and got the bottles on bottles. My dad going to be on the fryer, going to fry some good old catfish. And I might do a thing or two on this stovetop. So it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a nice hot day. Go by the pool. Lit. And right now, um, I wrote a grant for class, and it was good enough to get, you know, accepted and passed by the company. So I'm trying to get government funding for that. And if that gets funded, then I'll be 100% self-employed when I graduate. I think that's the dream. That's the Black America dream dream, right there. bro. Any shameless plugs that you want to throw in while we got time? Yeah, guys, you know, if you want to look a little bit more into Chef J-Rob and his life, can follow me on Instagram at chef.jrob. That's J-R-O-B. Uh, my website is chefjrob.com. And right now we got a challenge if everybody's trying to get right for the summer, get them bodies right. It's the Chef J. Rob's Get Right Challenge. I feel like it's a good quality challenge that people can do to really set themselves up for the W. You know, get your body goal right and really just lead a healthier lifestyle that's what i want a lot of people to do uh the main reason why i'm so driven on healthy this and healthy that 
you know, it's primarily because of my grandparents and seeing, you know, the things that they're going through right now. So I just want people to lead a healthier life because in the long run, when you grow old and you have to break out that cane and get around, you know what I'm saying, and go to the grocery store, at least you can be a little bit more emotive, you know what I'm saying? So I want you to get motivated, guys, to get right with Chef J-Rob. You know, I'm also part of that group, but I don't eat right, so I just be cheating every day. Poison <laughs> my head. <laughs> Now, last year I did good because y'all happened to catch me when I was trying to get right for, yeah, because you did right for uh, Vegas. So I was like, oh, well, I was already getting right for Vegas anyway. Good times, good times. Chef, what's your favorite meal to make? Favorite meal to make would be a Brazilian lamb, rack of lamb, over a spinach risotto. And for the sides, I've mastered some Brussels sprouts. I'll serve you some Brussels sprouts that'll change your world. So I'll throw the Brussels sprouts in there. And let's get a little appetizer going, too. Let's get a um, over a puff pastry. Let's do some duck. Let's hear some duck with an orange ginger glaze. No, scratch that. Let's make a blueberry. Ooh, yes, a blueberry teriyaki glaze over the duck and the pastry. For what? dessert, I'm going to serve my signature apple pie cheesecake. That, sir, is my favorite thing to cook. <laughs> I just, I feel like I just watched you like go, ooh, let me see. Let me calculate <laughs> kitchen, real yeah. quick. <laughs> no, nah, I just visualized the whole plate. If y'all can see what I just saw, man. All right, go ahead and cook it. Take a picture and I'll put it on, put it on the, uh, when I post a picture for the podcast. All right, give me two hours. <laughs> a week. So you mentioned that, you know, your your healthy lifestyle kid came from, you know, like seeing your grandparents and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, has there been anything lately? So, you know, with clients or just yourself or friends or anything that, that you know, you started kind of pushing people to get like a healthy lifestyle. You saw personally like saw the change or personally heard from them the change. Was it you had anything like that? Yeah, definitely. Last week, um, a meal prep client, she's been doing it consistently for three weeks now and she's finna start back going to the gym heavy now but she lost eight pounds off of just my weight loss program just by eating it oh yeah that alone spoke volumes to me i was like wow you know that's one client another client i've gotten um a couple nfl clients um over the past week and they're just saying like they haven't eaten this healthy ever. They had a lot of chefs come in and out their lives, of course, because, you know, they got money and stuff like that. But they never had a chef come in to cook, you know, healthy, feed them nutritious things, and it tastes great. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, that's how we And do. that's the thing. People think eating healthy is nasty, and that's not the case. If you know how to prepare things right, cook things right, serve the right portions, you can see the same great results with the same great taste. And that's a key that I feel like everybody should take home with them. Yeah, I think yeah, that's I think that's the I think that's one of the things that's really get lost the most with, with healthy eating is people like, oh and what I see is a problem. They try to go to the store and mm-hmm. buy the healthy alternative to what they already eat. Mm-hmm. So like random example, instead of getting like a the a hot pocket, they go get lean pockets, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> and you know, it's like, oh, you know, eating healthy is so right. disgusting. Mm-hmm. But when you when you take the time to make it yourself and add the right seasoning and ingredients and stuff, then that's when that's when it tastes better. Exactly, it is. Free free food always tastes better to, than food you have to pay for. So you feel like the free sample 
that the Chinese lady gave you with the toothpick tastes better than the actual meal once you get it all. Yep. That free sound be hidden. <laughs> Especially catch because she always catch you when you're like hungry, hungry. She do be catching. <laughs> like, how she know? <laughs> like, you'll be walking, you'll walk the whole mall, pass the food court three times and be straight. But on that fourth way back to the car, she come out of nowhere with that red tray <laughs> and them clear cups with the toothpick. <laughs> free sample? Yeah. Hey, do you take you be like, mmm. Whew, do, oh, maybe I do want some. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm gonna throw hey. some of that fried rice in there for you, Thank you. Uh, chicken teriyaki. It's always chicken teriyaki. Something that they know gonna spread. Hey, don't uh, cost them nothing. The, sometimes they be coming through with the orange chicken too, though. Yeah, orange chicken and teriyaki chicken. Those are the go-to samples for sure. That's crazy. They never gonna serve you none of that shrimp though. <laughs> shrimp too expensive, bro. You seen the market prices? Ridiculous. <laughs> you do get them seven ninety nine a pound at Kroger though. <laughs> All right, Kroger. That's that's the last time now. I'm trying to put y'all on. <laughs> Need that sponsorship. It's like, it's really really trying to get this Kroger sponsorship. Is there anything you want to leave the people with? Any big points or just anything? Just whatever. They skip to the end of this podcast. What you want them to hear? All right, guys. We're at the end of the podcast. Finna dish you some coins that I want you to throw into your slot machine so we can hit the jackpot. And my trainer actually told me this. You would rather spend more money on what you can feed yourself than spending the same amount of money, if not more. It will definitely be more of to a healthcare professional to try to repair yourself or figure out something that's wrong. If you feed yourself good quality nutrients and vegetables and stay on the right path, pay a trainer, get fit and consistently maintain you won't have to worry about paying all these medical bills to be sick because you think your your body becomes sick because of your immune system it reacts to something it's, it's lacking something if you are consistently working out running being fit and eating the right foods you will have a great immune system if you mm. feed yourself trash you're going to have a horrible immune system so, yes, you know, allergies come and go. Things happen. Don't get me wrong. But you're better off maintaining. I haven't been. I can't even tell you and thank God for it, the last time I've been to the doctor's office or the last time I've been sick since I've started to change my lifestyle. It's been at least three years. That's so lit. I hate doctor's offices. So that's just, you know, to speak volumes right there. And I do have one more question before we leave. If you are someone, you listen to all of this, and then now you're like, fuck it. I'm going to change my lifestyle. I'm going to start eating healthy. I'm going to start cooking for myself. Where do you start? By booking Chef (laughs) (laughs) J-Rock. You start, guys. First things first, clear out the pantry. Don't have nothing that's going to tempt you. Clear out your fridge. Start clean. If you feel like you're throwing away money, take it to... uh, um, where the place you take a shelter? Yeah, just take it there straight. Just don't think twice about it. Load up a box, load up a garbage bag, boom, throw it in the car, you're on your way. Once you drop it off, boom, go straight to Kroger. All right, Kroger. Go straight <laughs> to the grocery store and just shop. You're going to spend about $300 on this trip, but this $300 trip is going to be the $300 investment to kickstart a healthier life. Will it take $300 for some? Some not, some yes, but I'm saying 300 because 
you're getting snacks, you're getting meats, you're getting all the frozen, you know, fruit, frozen vegetables to have in stock in your fridge. So when you're tired, you don't feel like going to the grocery store on these certain days, boom, it's already in your pantry. It's already in your cabinet for you to just do a quick cook fix. And in a month, when those groceries start to, you know, um, dwindle down, you can take a picture in the beginning of the month before you make that change and after. And if you stay consistent and lay off of the fast foods, lay off of all the sodas that you drink, and keep consuming quality nutrients and things in your um, body, I promise you, you'll see a result. That's what's up. And I said that was the last question, but I do have one more. Isn't it just... Should be easy. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite snack? Because people love snacks, so what's your favorite snack? Favorite snack? I find myself eating Pop Tarts a lot. <laughs> I love me a good Pop Tart. You warm it up in the microwave for another fifteen seconds. Got to put it in the napkin. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> that does not up. sound healthy. It, it's, it's not healthy, but like I said, I still do my fifty crunches if I eat my Pop Tart. So you can't, you can't blame me. Okay. What's a what's a good healthy snack for people? A good healthy snack. Uh, Nutri-Grain bars, uh, they have sugar in them for those who have the sweet tooth, but they, they definitely are a healthy alternative. Or if you eat you, uh, um, one of those trail bars. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I'm allergic to nuts, so I stay away from those. But, um, you, there's, there's, there are a lot of great, tasty, healthy snacks out there for sure. For sure. Cool. Well, Chef J-Rob. I appreciate you being on the Six and Friends podcast today. It's a pleasure to be here, sir. You know what I'm saying? This is CJ the Six signing out.